research methods. Hello and welcome to the Research Methods Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Bogristov. Hello and welcome to the next episode in my mini-series on causal mapping and measuring mental models. And in this episode, we continue talking about how to measure how people think, what kind of mental models they have. In my previous episode, I gave you an example of thinking of a dog, and each time we think about a concept, for instance, if we think of a dog, we have a kind of words that are associated with this, uh, with this object or with this event that we are investigating. Let's think about, let's say, the city where I live now, Innsbruck, and the region Tyrol. And if you ask different people how they, how would they would describe Tyrol, you will notice that they will have completely different vision. And one would say it's a kind of uh, poor region where people are very differentiated. There are many very rich people, many poor people, and it's hard to live here and it's hard to buy a flat here. It is hard to find a job here if you don't work in touristic and so on. If you ask somebody else, they would say it's a great region, great landscape, skiing, enjoying, having fun and relaxing. And as you see, these two people would have completely different understanding of the city of Innsbruck and the region of Tyrol. And this actually indicates that if we try to compare these people, they will probably be far away in their thinking about Tyrol and Innsbruck. It means they have different mental models related to the concept of interest. And as you have already understood how it works more or less, we need a list of words, we need something that is associated with the concept that we would like to investigate. I want to give you two examples that we used in our research. So one is not from our research, the second one is from my research, and how we approach this topic. In the paper by Markochi and Goldberg, they compared different managers from different, I think, from two different countries in their thinking about, if I remember it correctly, about entrepreneurship. And they created a list of 40 or 45 different terms that were related to entrepreneurship. And you can take these terms, for instance, from an academic paper, from a research model, or you can make qualitative pre-study where you interview people and write down the words that they usually associate with a concept. If you have like a kind of list, you can make this list smaller, making it up to 20, maybe 30, 40 different concepts, as many concepts are interrelated. And some people will not differentiate between, I don't know, absorptive capacity and absorption and readiness to acquire information, because it will be more or less the same. So you can kind of combine this, categorize this thing, make a list of words, and then give this list of words to the people. In my events, together with my colleague uh, Moritz Potts and uh, with my colleague Dr. Schlatter, we investigated how people perceive uh, different values related to entrepreneurship. And we asked them about, if I remember it correctly, it was a few years ago, to describe what kind of values are important for a businessman. Instead of asking them on what kind of values they have, what kind of values they think are important, we just took two of the values list, and the one was from the Islamic value system, and the other one was, I think, the European or Christian value system. We took these items, we took these values, we rephrased them, 
in order to not have the God or Allah, and we just wrote trusting in a higher being. That was a kind of neutral thing that we don't really make people confuse different religions, that they do not recognize what they actually see. And in this investigation, we actually showed that there is fewer differences than many people think, because people perceive the same values, whatever they call them, very, very similar. And in this way, we also made a list of different concepts that they can select from. In this episode, I'm going just to talk about how you create a list of concepts, and in the next episode, I'm going to describe how we work with them and how we operationalize them, how we proceed and how we make the calculation. So, again, you have a concept on investigation, for example, your emotional climate in your organization, maybe your object is a person, maybe it is a worker, an employee, maybe HR department, whatever you are interested in. Then you need a list of concepts that create this nomological network around this team that explain how this term appears and what is related. And you get to this list through the interviews of involved people and writing down all the concepts, the important concepts they have, and then joining them into a list of, let's say, 40, 50 important concepts. You can make even more if you want. Or you go to literature, you find a good concept, you find a good paper, you find a good framework that already describes what are the main concepts related to this, uh, to the topic of your investigation. You make the list and theoretically already with the list you see where we are going. Those people who select the same things from the list, they are closer to each other than those people who select different aspects of the object of your investigation from the list. But this is not all that you need to know. We need something more. And we'll talk about this more in the next episode of my podcast. See you in the next episode. I hope it was helpful and interesting. And bye-bye.